Hello, you dirty, filthy hardbacks. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, and we're back with another episode of Table Talk, okay? So today's Table Talk episode is called Stay At Your Head, Sweetie. Stay At Your Head. And so for today's episode, someone actually DM'd me on Instagram talking about, you know, how they wanted me to uh, talk about intimidation and, you know, how to overcome it. And based off of what we were talking about, I kind of wanted to make sure that this topic was more of a um, broader conversation instead of just a nitpicking on, you know, I like you, I like you, but I don't know if you like me. I wanted to make sure that it's actually a real meaningful conversation since, of course, this is table talk. So I did write down a few pointers as to what exactly I mean about staying out of your head and the importance of it. So the first point on today's episode is your mind can prevent you from receiving a lot of your own blessings. So I can use myself as an example. I used to be someone that was an overthinker. I'm still an overthinker, don't get me wrong, but I feel as if I have a little bit more control of my mind and how I allow things to process. And so what I mean about your mind preventing you from receiving a lot of your blessings is we tell ourselves something out of nothing. And because we create a story off of nothing, we freak ourselves out prior to us even allowing ourselves to actually reach our full potential. So prime example. So say for instance, let's use the, um, the intimidation. So say for instance, I like a guy and I want to approach him. And prior to me approaching him, I'm in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, what if, I'm not attractive enough. What if I don't, why, what if he doesn't find me attractive? What if I'm too tall? You know, what if he doesn't like my body shape and whatever, 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 whatever. And prior to me even allowing myself to just go and jump and do, I already created a narrative in my head. And because this narrative has built and built and built to become an actual quote unquote real story and a real scenario in my head, I am now no longer ready and willing to just jump. I freaked myself out into thinking that there's no possible way that this situation can actually become a win for me because I already freaked myself out in the head thinking that it wouldn't. And so if we're using that into just perspective in our lives, there's a lot of times that we miss our own blessings because prior to us even jumping, prior to us even trying, prior to us even doing, we tell ourselves that we can't. We tell ourselves that this is not going to work. We tell ourselves that ain't no way that I could receive this. We tell ourselves that we're not worthy of winning. And all, all honesty, when you are in a space of mind where you create false narratives prior to you even allowing yourself to do or prior to you even allowing yourself to try, it's because you don't think you are worthy of that win. Everyone is worthy of a win. Everyone is worthy of receiving their wins. And until we get to a place of feeling comfortable with doing and being comfortable with trying, we're going to always be the biggest downfall to our own success. And it starts with your mind. It starts with your mind. Your mind is a very powerful thing. And if it's not controlled, if it's not handled with care, you can literally stop yourself from receiving a lot of the blessings that God has for you. Not only just that, when you stay in your head, you provide yourself with a, a 
safe haven for your fears of rejection to grow. What I mean by that is when you freak yourself out and you create a story, you create a narrative, you build this little ball, this little ball into a bigger bubble that is fear of rejection. There's a lot of people that that fear rejection because they feel like if I'm rejected, that means I'm not good enough. That means there's something wrong with me. That means there's something off. Like I need to go back on the drawing board. But fear of rejection is is not real. Rejection is not a thing. Rejection is God's protection. So if something does not go your way, if something does not go the way that you think that it should or the, the way that you would hope it to be, that just means that there's just something better out there for you. But you can't get to that place of peace. You can't get to that place of growth. You can't get to that place of flourishment if you stay in your head. If you allow yourself to be freaked out by imaginary thoughts that you have now grown into full-blown stories that never even existed to begin with. Your mind is a very, 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 very powerful thing. And I do recall that um, in one of my classes when I was in college, long story short, the person that was completely healthy ended up freaking themselves out into thinking that there was something wrong with them because they were in a room full of other people that were not healthy, if that makes sense. So your mind is a very powerful thing. The thoughts that you put in your head, you have to learn how to control them. It's not going to be easy. I am someone that have been on an emotional roller coaster ride with it, when it comes to me and my emotions. I'm still not 100% there, but I am a firm advocate of mental health and the importance of you helping yourself out first, okay? And that starts with staying out of your head. Your head can dictate for you in stronger ways than your heart can. And if you are not careful, you are going to make long-term decisions for monetary emotions that are soon won't even exist. You know what I'm saying? And so staying at your head, sweetie, staying at your head is top priority. We have to learn how to trust ourselves enough to just know that what we have and how we feel and how we want to feel is enough for us to do, enough for us to try, and enough for us to move, okay? And so with staying out your head, sweetie, you also have to allow yourself to feel how you feel. There's a lot of people that don't allow themselves to feel how they feel. And so because I'm on the fence, I'm just going to mask my feelings. I'm just going to sweep it under the rug. No, sweetie. Feel how you feel, whether that's good, whether that's bad, whether that's mad, whether that's sad. Feel how you feel. You are allowed to feel. We live in a world where we're in a box and people don't want to show emotions because they think that's pussy or they think that that's not a good thing to do or that's not manly enough or that's that's not woman enough. Feel how you feel, okay? Those emotions that you are feeling is a part of your healing process and you have to figure out what are your triggers. If something makes you angry, you have to figure out why am I this mad? Why am I this upset? Am I upset at the person that is saying it? Am I upset at the words? If I'm upset at the words, why are these words so detrimental to my emotions? Why are these words triggers for me? Where these triggers are coming from? It is your responsibility to allow yourself to heal in the best way, shape, form, or fashion. And it starts with you allowing yourself to feel how you feel when you feel it. I tell my siblings all the time. I tell my friends all the time. I'm even a part-time life coach to five people. I tell them all the time, feel how you feel, but hold, don't, don't 
hold yourself there. You're allowed to feel. Feel how you feel. I'm going to keep saying it over and over again because I need people to understand the importance of feeling how you feel. Do not mask your feelings. Whether you have to pick up and go for a walk, whether that's you having a lot of joint, whether that's you having to be around your baby, whether that's you being around friends, you have to surround yourself with the healing process that you need. And that starts with you feeling how you need to feel when you need to feel it, regardless of what anybody else has to say. Do not feel guilty or ashamed of your feelings. If, okay, so say for instance, let's go back to me feeling intimidated, right? So I feel intimidated and I don't want to approach this guy because I think this guy's out of my league. Okay, Sandra, why do you think that this guy's out of your league? I mean, I don't know, you know, look at him. Okay, what do you mean look at him? Okay, I mean, look at him. He's tall. Okay, do you not think that you can get somebody who's tall? No, not, I mean, no, that's not it. Um, then what else? Okay. Maybe it's because he is so attractive. What you don't think that you're worthy of finding somebody who's attractive. It's your responsibility to nitpick yourself and find out why do you feel those feelings and feeling that you're not good enough, feeling that you're not worthy, feeling whatever you have to nip those things in the butt. And that is your responsibility. No one else is responsible. No one else is responsible for your feelings, but you. You are responsible for your feelings. And that starts with feeling how you feel when you feel it. Just do not marinate in it. Do not sit in it. Do not loathe in it, okay? But feel how you feel when you feel it. And don't ever feel guilty or ashamed. I know I was talking to um, one of my girls and, you know, I'm her part-time life coach. But I was talking to her and she kept apologizing for her journey, you know, with her uh, situation, she was just like, you know, I know I'm a dumb, I'm a dumb, I'm, you know, I know I'm dumb for, you know, still doing for him. I know I'm dumb for this. And I had to keep telling her over and over again, you're not dumb. Like, don't ever, don't ever feel like you're not allowed to move a certain way because it is not what you're used to. And so thank you. That's the beauty of change. That's the beauty of structure. That's the beauty of having something that is out of your norm, you know what I'm saying? And you can't reach your maximum potential and you can't reach exactly where you're trying to get to if you are constantly in the back of your head. You know, your mind is a very powerful, 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 powerful thing. And you could prevent yourself from, um, you could prevent yourself from reaching a lot of things that are in store for you based off of you just psyching yourself out with no evidence without anything in front of you, without any concrete facts or anything of that sort. So stay at your mind, sweetie. Stay at your mind, stay at your mind, stay at your mind. Don't ever feel guilty for feeling how you feel. Don't ever feel guilty of your journey. Don't ever feel guilty of your path. Do not feel like you're not worthy of something. You know, don't feel like you can't get something because of X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? And you have to get to a place of respecting your feelings as well because... If you don't respect those feelings, then they're going to constantly come back in different ways, shape, forms, or fashions. So your feelings, feelings to me are either one or two things. Feelings are either a sign of direction or a sign of decisions. So what I mean about a sign of direction, so say for instance, you know, you're constantly in a happy mood with, with your significant other. And then all of a sudden, when you're around your significant other, you don't feel that sense of happiness anymore. So that sense can be a sense of direction, like, okay, 
what changed? Like, why don't I look at my significant other the same way? Why don't I light up? Why now, when I look at my significant other, it's a sign of shame, it's a sign of defeat, or whatever the case is. From there, there's a shift in direction. There's a shift in direction when it comes to your feelings to your significant other. So you have to figure out, okay, what changed? Was it me? Was it you? Was it something that I could have done better? Was it, Is there something that you could do better? And you kind of regroup and you kind of go back on the drawing board from there. Where it is a sign of decision, let's use the same scenario. I'm so used to being around my significant other and, and my face lights up. And then now all of a sudden when I'm around my significant other, my face don't light up. That is a sign of decision. Like, okay, so after I figure out why there's a shift, am I going to stay and figure it out or am I going to walk away because now I know what I need to know and I feel what I need to feel and I realize that this is no longer for me. So feel how you feel when you need to feel it because it's either a sign of direction or it is a sign of decisions. So marinate, marinate, soak in your feelings, feel what you need to feel when you need to feel it and get out of your feelings. Stay out your mind, sweetie. Stay out your mind, okay? Because at the end of the day, your feelings are in your control. The ball is always in your court. And if you don't get a grasp of your feelings, then your feelings are going to have more control over you than you have over your feelings. That's where there's a disconnect because there's people that stay in toxic ass relationships and blame it on, oh, I love him or I love her. And that's because you are no longer in control of your feelings. You now have your feelings that are in control of you to the point that you are sacrificing yourself for the sake of love. Love is an emotion. Okay. Love is an emotion. Love should not have more power over you and your feelings. Love should not have more power over your needs and your wants and your expectations and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that is what happens when you don't have control over your feelings, that you let your feelings overcome you and your feelings are now making those decisions for you instead of you making those decisions for yourself. So stay at your head, sweeties. Stay at your heads, okay? Do not allow your mind to speak for you before your intuition does. Your mind is a very, 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 very powerful thing. So what you put out is what comes back to you. And sometimes our perspectives are hindered based off of the conversations that we have. If you guys have checked the previous episodes prior, I always say time and time again, there is there is a blessings behind having conversations. But you also have to be careful what type of conversations you have because not everybody has your best interests at heart. And so you don't ever want to have a conversation with somebody or even a conversation with yourself where it's not coming from a place of healing. It's not coming from a place of purity and it's coming from a malicious place instead. There has been times where people have complimented me and it was a backwards ass compliment. There has been times that people have given me their blessings and it was a backwards ass blessings. And from there, I had to learn how to be protective of my feelings and protective of my thoughts that I don't have certain conversations with certain people. I just keep it to myself and I keep it between me, myself and God, because not everybody has your best interests at heart and not everybody can understand exactly where you're coming from. But you, you know, some people are blessed enough that they are surrounded by people who are like-minded by them. Myself, I am surrounded by people that are like-minded by, you know, like-minded like me. So I could have heart-to-heart conversations and it'll stick. I could have heart-to-heart conversations with my older brother. I could have heart-to-heart conversations with my friends, you know, and that sort of thing. So it's, you know, 
it's refreshing for me because it's not like I'm just by myself. But at the same time, there are still certain conversations that I don't have with anybody. I just keep it between me, myself, and God because I want to make sure that if I'm moving a certain way or if I'm trying to figure out something that it's not clouded by someone else's judgment or thought of what I should or shouldn't be doing for myself. You know, we put our lives in other people's hands way too often and we make them responsible for our moves. You are responsible for your own moves. And until we get to a place of realizing just how powerful we are as one, like as an individual prior to trying to be up under somebody, prior to try to be successful for everybody else, once people start realizing the importance of just being powerful for yourself, being at peace for yourself, being in love and being in tune with yourself, then you're going to always constantly go through life lacking something, lacking something and trying to find closure in others, trying to find closure in other situations, other people, whatever the case is, you know, it starts with you and your thoughts and your feelings and how you decide to do things, how you decide to think about things, how you decide to maneuver, all that in the third. And it starts with yourself. It starts with the conversation that you choose to have with yourself, the conversation that you choose to have with others and how you choose to move. Your mind is very powerful, people. Conversations are very powerful, people. You cannot just let anybody and everybody up under you. You cannot just have anybody and anybody up in your business because not everybody has the right intentions for you, even if it looks like they do, you know? And so last but not least, prior to me wrapping this bad boy up, if you don't step out of your comfort zone when it comes to allowing yourself to feel how you feel, There's levels to your growth that may not be real growth. And the reason why I'm saying that is because with every new avenue that you're supposed to experience, there's supposed to be a new level that is unlocked. And the new level that is unlocked is a newer version of you physically, a newer version of you emotionally, a new version of you spiritually, and sometimes a new version of you financially, sometimes sexually too. But that's another story for another day. But overall... Um, Every single time that there's a different shift in your life, there's also a new level to you and your growth and where you're trying to go. So if you get to a place of, yes, I'm here mentally, but you're not there physically, then there's going to always be a disconnect. If you're there financially, but you're there, you're not there physically or you're not there mentally, there's still going to be a disconnect. In order for you to reach your maximum potential, each stage of life that you have to go through, you have to pass all the levels that you need to level up. And without one or the other, there's going to always be a disconnect. There's going to always be something that is lacking. There's going to always be something that is missing. And that's on you to figure out. Yes, of course, this walk is not the easiest walk, you know, especially when it comes to people who are not in tune with themselves, when it comes to people that are not in tune with, um, being okay with rejection, quote unquote rejection. Um, there's a lot that goes into it in general, but all you have to do is do, you just have to do, you just have to show up and try and do your part, do your part every single day to help yourself, help yourself prior to you expecting other people to help you you know you can't just sit on the wayside you just can't sit on the side and expect everything to just come to you you have to do your part too and that starts with staying out of your head you cannot allow your mind to come up with scenarios prior to the 
actually trying or doing phase in your life. It's okay for you to psych yourself out. If that's what you need to do to provide yourself with some sort of peace of mind or light that fire up under your ass or something, okay, cool, whatever. But do not stay in that state. Do not stay in that state of thinking that you're not worthy of something, thinking that you can't get something because it's out of your league. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. The worst thing, this is what I live by. The worst thing that something, the worst thing that somebody can say is no. Right? That's the worst thing that somebody can say, regardless of what it is, whether that's a job, whether that's a relationship, whether that's a friendship, whether that's a new car, whether that's money. The worst thing in the world that somebody can tell me is no. But that's the best thing. You know why it's the best thing? It's an answer. So I no longer assume. I no longer assume that I know what is to say. I no longer assume what is to do. I no longer assume what scenario is about to happen. I already know the answer. So now that I know the answer, I could move how I need to move. I could do what I need to do because I have an answer. That is the importance of staying out of your mind. And the importance of staying out of your mind is also doing. You have to do. Trying isn't failing. Failing is not trying. Golden rule, people. Golden fucking rule, you know. And you can't reach your maximum potential if you allow fear to be your biggest downfall. You are responsible for your growth. You are responsible for your own healing. You are responsible for the path that you are on and where you are trying ahead to. And you cannot get there if you have fear over faith. Can't. Won't work. Won't happen. And that starts with staying out of your head. So I would love to hear feedback from others. I would love to hear personal testimonies and that sort of thing as well. And for the person who requested for this video, stay out of your head. Do not let your mind tell you what you can and cannot do prior to to you doing. The worst thing that somebody can tell you is no, but it's still an answer. And with that answer, you can either choose to move one way or you could choose to move the other way, which is, once again, either direction or decision. But it's a choice that you now can make. Instead of you living in a bubble, living in a shoulda, coulda, woulda, but didn't mindset, which is fear based. Okay. And so until next time, I hope you guys uh, listen to our following episodes below. I hope you guys have a safe and wonderful week. Fuck Rona to the day, to tomorrow, to the next day. But we are here. One day, eventually we'll get back to some sort of normality. But until then, Y'all stay safe. Y'all be blessed. And until next time, my dirty, filthy whorebags, hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah.